A quick warning, there are curse words that are unbeeped in this episode of the show. More ECM circa 1995 coming up right after this commercial. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hey, Claire Memorial. Ben Berkey in the house. Kaya Borison in the house. Welcome to the next episode of Circa 95. Uh, how's it going? Good to hear from everybody. It's been a lot of fun listening. Uh, thank you, Kevin and Andy, for uh, for all that you've been doing. And uh, look forward to more episodes. I second that. Awesome. Well, it's good to hear your voice, Ben. It's been a long time. We Likewise. were just talking about how it's been almost six years since we've chatted since the last reunion and right. I hope that I hope we get to see each other before the next reunion um, for real because that's just too long that's just ridiculous right well if you end up in Wisconsin this summer uh, certainly uh, reach out and uh, I'll make my way sweet yeah well it's all on COVID's hands right now if I can drive Isn't or the truth? fly or maybe they'll you know, invent teleportation so I can just zap there. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah, I would make things a little more convenient, wouldn't it? <laughs> totally. So, Ben Berkey, high school. We met in, well, junior high, if that's what they even call it. Uh, homeroom, <laughs> classes, Morrison Berkey, pretty much stuck by each other the whole entire time, whether we liked it or not, eh? <laughs> that sounds sounds right. Yep. Good old homeroom. That's where. So junior high, then it leads to high school, class of '95. Wow. Twenty-six oh. years ago, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. Right. So all I remember about Ben Burke in high school. Well, maybe we won't go there, but uh, <laughs> diving team. Please let us start this out by talking about your diving. When did you start that? Well, I was uh, in gymnastics in grade school and uh, did some summer diving at the, I was on like a swim team in the summers and always, always liked to jump off of things. And uh, middle school, we moved to, to Eau Claire uh, right like two days before seventh grade and I did not dive in middle school. But um, after eighth grade that summer, my parents said, you have to go to camp, uh, choose tennis or diving. And I said, oh, I like diving once upon a time. So I chose diving. Nice. And the rest is history, right? Sweet. Right? That's so cool. So you went to diving in, you said that summer, eighth grade? Yep, yep, yep. Between eighth and ninth. So I went to camp and then signed up for the team. And uh, yeah, I four years later, I uh, went to Madison and dove at Madison for four years. And then I coached at UW Eau Claire for two years. And wow. now diving's kind of been in my rear view now for, for quite a while. That's awesome. Did you win any big awards? Did you guys go to state? Like how'd that all play out? 
So I went to state uh, sophomore year through senior year, one state my senior year, and then uh, Madison. I scored points in Big Tens all four years, but um, it was uh, there were a lot of really good divers there. So uh, I think my best showing, I think I got ninth um, my senior year on three meter. That's nice. the best I did. Good job. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Kept me busy. <laughs> kind of kept you out of trouble? Yeah, no, no, really. Um, that was kind of the reason I stayed in it. I figured uh, too much free time is, as they say, uh, idle hands are the devil's plaything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. funny. <clears throat> so you were a coach. Where did you coach and how long? At uh, UW-Eau Claire. And uh, I did two seasons uh, right after... I graduated, I did the 2000, 2001, 2001, 2002 season at UW-Eau Claire. Awesome. What, yep. what was your favorite memory about being a teacher, coaching something that you love? Um, you know, I, I think two years of coaching taught me that I, I'm probably not really cut out to be a coach. <laughs> it's, uh, and, and maybe as I've gotten older, maybe I, I could come back to it and, and enjoy it. But um, I, it, it was frustrating. Uh, the you know in, at Madison you know we ha- had a very uh, intense schedule and high expectations and and in a, at Eau Claire it was it was a lot more laid back and you know I I, I guess I was confused by that oh right transition from one thing to intensity is sure sure yep mm-hmm. well awesome so you left. Cool. And now you are a chiropractor? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 No, I um, went to chiropractic school, graduated in 05, and then uh, practiced in Uptown in Minneapolis for 10 years. And I have been practicing uh, usually uh, half years at, um, at the airport now in MSP in Minneapolis here. Oh, cool. So yeah. What's that like? Oh, it's great. It's uh, uh, I get to see people from all, you know, uh, all sorts of, you know, very varied people and yeah, yeah, interesting. Cool. Is it like your own practice or do you work for somebody else's office? So it, technically I'm an independent contractor, but uh, my, my friend started this clinic and, and I'm one of his chiropractors. And, uh, oh, okay. He, yeah, he's pretty flexible. So when we leave for... You know, months at a time, he lets me leave and come back. And so, yeah, it works out really well. Nice. Which brings me mm-hmm. to Windy, your wife, and your traveling <laughs> adventures. Holy man. Where have you not been on these travels with your lovely wife? Well, yeah, no, in, in preparation, I kind of sat down and, and uh, wrote down a bit of our travels. And, and in just the, you know, we really kind of, we both quit our jobs in 2015 and just traveled for a while. And uh, so far in the last five years, we have made it to 21 countries. And uh, yeah, I think pretty much all but Antarctica of the continent. Yeah, it's been, we've been busy. That's amazing. Where, mm-hmm. when you are allowed to travel again, I'm assuming you're not traveling because of COVID. No, no, no. We've been uh, been home since February. We we ran away from Vietnam at the beginning of February as COVID was 
coming crashing down and and um didn't want to get trapped in a third world country um, for a a lockdown because that sounds awful right so you made it home back to the states now when you are allowed to travel again where are you going next are you going to go somewhere new or are you going to go back to your favorite place Oh, I, I, you know, it, it really depends on how things open up. Uh, right, right now, uh, China is completely off limits. My, my wife is from China. She's actually from right by Wuhan. And I've actually been to Wuhan a number of times. Everyone knows now, but, um, yeah, right. China is not allowing any sort of foreign travel. So we will, uh, you know, obviously we haven't been to her, her family's, uh, place in, in a little while now. And, um, you know, once that opens up, that'll probably be our, our next foreign trip. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, we'll see. Yeah. So family is obviously like where we want to go first. So to go there, visit family, the world's wide open. Mm. Everything is normal. Where's Ben and Wendy? Like, where's your favorite spot? Like, where could you just go and not ever leave again? So uh, Wendy's favorite, I think, has been New Zealand. Uh, oh, gorgeous! Absolutely, yep. Uh, Tasmania, uh, the island off of Australia, um, was another uh, high point where you know we'd be very comfortable. Uh, my my brother is going to be moving to Cambodia uh, next August, and so we've talked about moving to Asia for a period of time, and. Um, we spent a little time in Singapore on our last trip, and we're thinking that Singapore would probably be very comfortable for maybe a year or something. So that's a possibility, but who knows? Right. Oh, man. Oh, damn COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so frustrating that we can't, like, go. Like, we had our class reunion canceled this summer. Um, I would have saw you this summer, gave you a big fat hug, but no, not allowed to do that. Hopefully, uh, well, five more years, so Mm -hmm. we'll see where that leads. Um, are you, are you planning, like if you moved for like, you were saying Asia for like a year or wherever, are you ever planning on like coming back to Minneapolis and living back in Minnesota or are you want to like explore the u.s at all uh yeah no we'll, we'll, I, I think if we move to uh to singapore for a year i think it would just be a year uh you know my my parents are you know not as young as they used to be as are are my wife's or my wife's uh parents right and so um you know seeing family you know it's it's nice to to be you know have those experiences right you know, spend time right yep i hear that in asia Sing- singapore is really easy you know english is a is a national language there and you know most most everybody you know speaks a little bit of english uh but but china that's not the case uh, especially in my wife's hometown Nobody speaks any English whatsoever, so it it can be real difficult there. So, are you fluent now? In in, in English? <laughs> no. <laughs> Almost. Can, can, but, uh, <laughs> in, in Chinese, in Chinese, I'm I'm not at all. No. Uh, I can say thank you, Shishi, 
uh, I can cheers Gembe and um, you know uh, that's about it. I can I can smile and point. <laughs> smile <know>. and nod. <laughs> right, right. Oh Ben, that's hilarious. Is that? No, I, I was supposed to learn Chinese, and it, yeah, it, it didn't take. It's it's a tough language. Yeah. Are you are you learning little bits here more and more? It does she does she try to like speak it at home so you're like have to pick some stuff up or is she just like whatever? You know, um, the in 2015 we went to China and we stayed for I think we were overseas for almost six months and we were in China for five of those months. And so I, I was supposed to learn Chinese in that time. I bought flashcards and I was listening to tapes and I was, you know, trying to, trying to do this. And it just, I, at, at this point I can say, hello, uh, ni hao, she she, and gambe. And that's, <laughs> that's really about it. You know, it, it, Yeah, that's a tough one. Ha- having, you know, a, a native speaker, and it, I mean, it's it's bizarre. So like um, all of the, the different little towns in China have usually have a local dialect, which is different from Mandarin. Everybody speaks Mandarin and so they can communicate with one another. But when they're speaking, you know, just in their family, they're using their local dialect. So it's even if I spoke perfect Mandarin, most of the time I wouldn't be able to understand anything anybody was saying anyway. Oh, so is it like, is it kind of... Well, I don't really want to label it like that, but I kind of see it like like different uh, places in the U.S. where we have our different uh, lingo and our different accents. Is it kind of like that? You, you know, um, I, I tried to ask, you know, uh, exactly how you know different all these languages are, and I and I think you know different regions have you know you know come from a similar like language family and so like the the local dialect will will be you know um uh kind of like a like a like a slang or an accent but not necessarily related to to um mandarin so like mandarin and and cantonese are like totally different languages um but the 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 written i mean the nice thing about like chinese written chinese is is it you know the characters it doesn't matter, you know, what, how you pronounce it. The character means the same thing. Oh, okay. So, right. so written and speaking is two well, ma- learning Mandarin, things. Mandarin is the everybody learns Mandarin in China, and then uh, like a couple, I think Hong Kong, uh, you know, Cantonese was the 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 local language or whatever. But uh, but then most communities have a like a like a. Uh, a local dialect or a local language. Okay, cool. And she was trying to say it was a completely different language family. I don't know. I don't know how that actually works. I haven't researched it or anything. So. <laughs> wow. Well, you already know more yeah. than I do. So good job on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll get. You'll get. You'll pick up a couple more words. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm just waiting for the real-time, you know, earbud uh, translators. You know, uh, I, I think that'll probably come into existence before uh, my, my uh, spoken Chinese. Or my, right. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Right. Oh man, that's awesome. 
Well, thank you, Ben. Um, what else? Is there anything you want to share with Class of 95 before we wrap things up? Oh, um, I, I was going to say to Kevin about uh, the leggings. I, I, um... I think male leggings are awesome, girl. Oh, Ben is way off on this one. Keep the legging movement alive. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, I, I also wanted to say, you know, uh, class of 95, you know, anybody listening, uh, golf. I've been golfing a lot this year as, um, you know, I had a lot of free time on my hands. And, um, you know, anybody in the area that wanted to play around a golf, you know, hit me up. I'm, I'm always, look, you know, uh, willing to play around with anybody that, uh, you know, uh, is interested. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. So reference the, uh, the leggings and the Speedo from a different episode, I'm assuming, that I haven't heard yet. Right, right. And uh, are you only on Facebook or are you other, on other social media? Uh, pretty much just Facebook. I, I try to limit, limit my, um, <laughs> I guess uh, Twitter's rather addictive. I haven't really gotten into that and, yeah, all other stuff. All right. Well, if you're looking for Ben Berkey, look him up on Facebook. He's my friend, and he's got some amazing travel pictures. So you can meet Wendy there and all his loveliness and all that jazz. So we'll wrap it up here, and thank you, Ben, so much for your time. I miss you to pieces. Um, Yeah, likewise. I'm hoping that when I do end up traveling again, that the universe, the gods above, will let me, you, and Sam Warman have a beer together. Because that would be epic. I'm definitely looking forward to all of that. Sweet. Sounds great. Well, thanks again. Have a really great day. And uh, bye, everybody. Thanks for the episode. Have a super, super great day. And we'll talk to you again later. Peace out. All right, bye everybody. Hey guys, at ECM Circa 95, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail or a shout out at 715-255-0035 or send us an email at ecmcirca95 at gmail. Thanks for listening. Hey, I don't think this is the right place.